Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Islamic State of Mind would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands on which this podcast was recorded, the Eora, Daruk and Wiradjuri nations. We acknowledge that Indigenous sovereignty over these lands was never ceded. Islamic State of Mind would like to pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening to this podcast today. time we tried to contact them by radio, but no response. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome to the first episode of the Islamic State of Mind podcast. I'm Nasser. And I'm Will. And we're your hosts. Islamic State of Mind is a podcast which explores the phenomena and the world of the Muslim community in Australia. The first episode looks at one such phenomena. The Halal Snack Pack Appreciation Society currently has 180,000 members, and it's growing every day. It's been mentioned in the Senate, and it's been the topic of a whole range of articles, most of them, by and large, not written by Muslims. It's been cast as an anti-racist movement. It's also been cast as a symbol of Australian multiculturalism. How is it that such a simple meal, cheese, chips, sauce, kebab meat, delicious as it is, came to symbolise so much? And what does it mean for us as Muslims? To start thinking about this question, Nasser and I decided that we would interview the founder of the Halal Snack Pack Appreciation Society, Luke Eagles. We met up with Luke in Pitt Street Mall, ordered HSPs from the local kebab place, and then headed over to York Street Masala. We recorded the interview in the Masala, and so the audio quality for this might be a bit poor. Apologies. This is Islamic State of Mind, the podcast. Uh, this is Nasser Khatib, and with me is Will. And we are eating an HSP or a HSP. The topic uh, we're talking about today is the Halal Snack Pack Appreciation Society, with its inception and founder, uh, Luke Abu Maras. What's your surname? Eagles. Oh, yes, much better than Abu Maras. <laughs> so we're going to be um, eating and talking, which is, oh, that's good. Yeah, barbecue and... Um, and sweet chili. So sweet I should chili. note my objections. Sweet chili is not an appropriate topping for a snack pack. But I just thought we'd, we'd get started with um, asking Luke to introduce himself. So, Luke. Yeah, sure. Um, my name's Luke Eagles. I'm 25 years old. Born and raised in Sydney. Yeah, love snack packs. <laughs> Where did you grow up? I grew up in Regent's Park. Okay. Yeah, I lived there for about 18 years. And uh, we moved to Parramatta after that. And I guess I've lived all around Sydney. Um, were, were HSPs a part of your upbringing? Or? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Veteran HSP. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you recall the first time you had a HSP? Uh, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, if I was fed one as a baby, to be honest. <laughs> there's, there's something going on there. When did it become HSP for you? When did, when did it stop being just a snacky and become a halal snack? Uh, well, for me and my friends, it's always been a halal snack pack because... If you were to just call it a snack pack, I think people get confused with variations of other things. You know, the term snack pack can be used for anything, really. So I guess the, the word halal really sets its definition up to exactly what it is. Do you have many Muslim friends? or I have a few, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it, it kind of came out of that um, milieu, I guess, in Western Sydney, kind of 
yeah. upbringing. Sure. Um, so you, so can't, you can't really say that Luke is racist because he's got Muslim friends. How did the group come about? Well, one day me and a, a group of friends were, were seeing some bands play at a, at a venue in Redfern and we went out to go and grab a feed and we ended up getting a, a, a snack pack from a place in Redfern and, and this thing was huge, like literally the guy had mounted the meat on, on so high that you needed two hands just to carry it. And um, yeah, we ended up calling it the Halal Snack Pack Mountain. We, we, were, we, were, we were so excited about it that we, we, we just had to make a uh, an appreciation group for it just to see okay. if this was a one-off thing or yeah. if this is something that happens on the regular. And um, yeah, clearly it isn't something that happens on the regular, so the Halal Snack Pack Mountain still remains a legend in the scene. But yeah, that's, that's basically how it came about. Was there a formula to the reviews or did that come later? Uh, well, you know... Obviously, there's uh, there's always formula to reviews. I mean, some some appreciation societies out there like to keep it a little more strict than we do. But <laughs> review it how you like. Have some fun. You know, it yeah. doesn't really doesn't bother me too much. Have you? It obviously blew up very rapidly. Mm. Um, it went from you know a hundred thousand members to now twenty thousand members in the space mm. of a couple of months. Yeah. What have you learned during that process? Have you has it changed the way that you view the snack pack generally or society more generally? Well, Realistically, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm happy to see uh, how it's grown. I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely shown me that I'm not the only ones out there who, who like who the snack packs. I mean, yeah. sure, there's been a lot of people who have joined the group and and they just started getting into snack packs because of it, but mm. yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of other people out there who, who love it the way we do and don't know about the group. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it seems like it's it's almost proselytizing the snack pack to people because a whole bunch of people who, who have never tried one before are entering in the group and they see these massive piles of meat and chips and think, you know, why, why haven't I had that before? Yeah. So when I was invited to the group and then left twice and then came <laughs> back again because all my friends were on it, I was very confused because lots of non-Muslims using very Islamic terms yeah. and owning it mm. and, and it being like a normal thing in that group. Like if it was said anywhere outside of that group, I'd be almost offended. But in this group, it just kind of looked natural because, you know, Muslims and non-Muslims, everyone is, yeah. you know, embracing that particular HSP culture. Mm-hmm. But this is, of course, um, you know, with the background of uh, anti-Muslim sentiment and in particular attacking the halal concept as being this, you know, evil thing. Yeah. Uh, so was this part of your awareness of it that, you know, uh, pushed you to create this group? No, not at all. I mean, like I said, the, the creation of the group was purely intended to appreciate snack packs. I mean, me personally, I steer away from using Islamic terms, mm. partly because deep down I probably still don't know what half of them mean and, <laughs> and, and also because you know I don't want to offend anyone it's, uh, it's a little difficult to, to keep on top of the group you know every review that comes up I don't go checking everyone's profile to see if they are in fact you know possibly Muslim or whether or not they, they have the right to be using those words but if somebody is clearly using it out of context and it becomes offensive then we'll be quick to remove it I think um, the group is pretty good at reporting posts when terms have started to get used in an offensive way so mm. that helps us to, to pick up on it and, and clean mm. it up quick you very much kind of resisted it being defined for you mm-hmm. like the the interviews that the the articles that i've seen really kind of define the group as being a political act whereas mm-hmm. what you're describing isn't a political act mm-hmm. at all do you think that it could become one or are you still going to kind of resist that 
Well, I mean, you know, a lot of people are on there commenting things every day saying how it's good to see such a culture clash and, and, and the different kinds of people getting along together so well. Mm. So obviously my intentions are, are to keep it strictly uh, snack pack related. <laughs> um, I mean, at the end of the day, it is true. I mean, you know, you see a lot of people getting along and uh, I think that probably there's been a lot of uh, assistance with helping people, especially some kind of sheltered Australian people that, you know, maybe before the page were a little hesitant to uh, to even learn anything about Islamic culture to, you know, kind of start to wake up to reality and just accept it for what it is, realise there's nothing to be scared of, you know, we're, we're all breathing the same air and uh, respect culture, respect tradition. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because there's a post on the group now, which is a list of Islamic phrases and their, their explanations. Yeah. And that was kind of started by a few people and it was started by questions from the Muslims. Yeah. Because obviously a lot of the jokes that Muslims are making in their reviews, and because there's a large Muslim contingent, I'm not sure exactly how many, um, but uh, a lot of the jokes that Muslims are making in their reviews just go completely over people's heads. Yep. Um, so obviously there's that learning process. And, you know, someone said to, said to me, I learned more from this group about Islam than I learned in my entire secondary and primary school education, <laughs> right? There's still that acceptance and that learning that's going on, yeah. um, but then you have someone come in and just post a whole bunch of stuff that's like super offensive and whatever. W would you call it a safe space to learn because it's not so politicized and it's it's not driven by ideology, it's just driven by appreciation for snack packs, so it becomes easy to convey an idea or to ask a question? I mean, I, I don't know if I would call it a safe space because I, I mean, it depends for who, right? Because a lot of the language, for example, um, a lot of quite religious Muslims just find it super confronting. And I, I'm fine with it because I've been on trains before. I, I can deal with a bit of swearing, right? Yeah. And I can't imagine that it would be realistic to kind of moderate that kind of thing. Mm. Um, and also, I've been on Halden Street and like Muslims use that language too. Yeah. Um, um, do you think that you've come more in contact with, like, that you've learned more about Islam from that? Yeah, from that? sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely learned a couple of things. Um, yeah, like I said, at the end of the day, I mean, it's definitely not what I'm trying to learn. <laughs> um, I'm just here for the snack packs. Yeah, you're just, you're just here for the food, right? <laughs> yeah. So where do you think the group's going to go now? Um, <clears throat> not really too sure. It's a little hard to predict, you know. Um, started off quite small between a group of friends and... Uh, blew up pretty quickly, 20,000 people in a couple of months, so yeah. who knows where it's going, but um, right now we're, I guess if I was to say that what I wanted this group to, to achieve would really be to have, you know, not only Sydney, but not only even all of Australia, but perhaps even the world to pick up their snack pack game and start <laughs> doing it good, because, you know, wherever I am and wherever I uh, may be at, at 4am or Wherever it is, you know, I'd like to I'd like to get my hands on a good snack pack. Having this, you know, HSP Appreciation Society and the fact that it celebrates something which is generally seen as being uh, a threat to Australian culture, have you received much hate? Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, I laugh it off, to be honest. I mean, I've received messages from people uh, that say things like, I've, I've created a group that's funding ISIS and oh. <laughs> I've, I've, I've created a group that's you know, the, the backbone of terrorism in Australia and things like that. I mean, look, the world, Australia especially, is full of idiots and the internet is a great place for people to get behind the keyboard and kind of voice their mindless opinion. So, you know, especially with a group that's got 20,000 people, there's bound to be some people in there who are you know, looking, to, looking to cause trouble and say stupid things, but 
and at the end of the day, laugh it off. So no death threats. Yeah. No death threats that's, yet. That's no. Good. no. That's good. Yeah. Your favorite, your favorite place to eat a snacky, um, yeah. your favorite time, and your favorite style of snack. All right. Well, I understand that there's there's places out there which are much better than the place I'm about to mention, but from experience, my favorite snack pack is normally around Saray's in Enmore. Mm-hmm. Maybe after, maybe around one two a.m. I like a beef snack pack with uh, garlic barbecue and hummus on it. Nice. I might piss a few people off with that one, but <laughs> you will. That's me. Man, that's me. <laughs> And thanks to uh, Luke for uh, coming along with us to the back of a dodgy supermarket to talk to us about um, uh, HSPs. And um, Will, how long ago was this interview? Um, I, I think it would have been a couple of months ago. Yeah, a few months. And I think about 120,000 likes as well. Um, since then, the group's kind of really blown up. Um, it I mentioned in the in the intro that it had been mentioned in the Senate, um, but it was also mentioned on Q and A, uh, and just just never ending mentions in articles. And uh, I think they 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 made a halal snack pack for Sunrise or something ridiculous like that. Uh, I think the funniest incident was during the eve of the elections when Sam Dastiari uh, invited Pauline Hansen for her snack pack and Pauline Hansen just basically she was she just once she was excited and she just went stone faced and she's like no 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 <laughs> it was quite funny uh, and people just kept uh, you know um, pulling on that string so they kept uh, in, inviting her for different snack packs and, and inviting her uh, promising her even, even that it's going to be haram snack packs so you know that that was quite funny, and I guess a massive troll of Pauline Hansen's uh, stupid racist policies. When when Sam Dastyari asked that of her, it, it kind of showed a little bit how much the group had changed. Um, while when we spoke to Luke a little while ago, he really kind of emphasised how the group was just about food. Um, I think since then it's really got this character. Um, if 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 not a kind of complex politics, are just F. Pauline Hanson kind of attitude um, that's really defines the group as it is at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, I mean, it would be interesting to see what the future of um, uh, of the group becomes uh, because, I mean, if we, you know, again, it, it only, it's been uh, around for less than a year uh, and initially was about food, then because of the, you know, um, polarizing politics of the day, it, it did take part, it, take, it did take sides, sorry. Uh, so it would be interesting in the next uh, couple of months uh, or even in the next two years, if it's just going to fizz out, if it's going to normalize and just be like another uh, food group that's, um, you know, uh, I guess too big to uh, drive, or if it's going to take a more front and center position in uh, you know the politics of racism. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because you mention how polarizing it is, and I think that while Luke kind of disavowed um, it being anything about anything more than food, there was a real concerted attempt by the mods to make sure that it was uh, something of a safe space for Muslims. And I think that uh, the the result of that was that the people who joined, if they didn't get along, they got kicked out. And what the final result of that in turn was, was that it ended up as a group that generally hated Pauline Hanson. 
Um, and and I think that it's it's a kind of interesting uh, example of. I mean, I initially kind of cast the group as being representative of a particular place, right? So it was a a reflection of a particular of of Western Sydney itself, right? So it reflects Western Sydney. It has kind of all the different elements that are um, from the place that Halal Snap Packs came from. But I think now it, it's it's changed in that respect. It's not it's not about Western Sydney anymore. It's about kind of a general uh, Sydney left, vaguely left politic. Um, and I think a lot of the Muslims in turn have left. Um, I think a lot of them who joined early on to, uh, either, uh, give dawah or, or just kind of make jokes, um, didn't really find it to their taste and so left as well. I also think quite a few people didn't really get the way that it was cast as a perfect example of Australian multiculturalism. And what that seemed to emphasize was a success that I think a lot of people don't really see in their day-to-day lives. Uh, and this kind of food court multiculturalism idea uh, meant that a lot of people who were politically conscious Muslims didn't really like what the group rapidly came to represent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and look, I mean, having said all of that, I have, I do have one confession. Um, even though I am still in the group, uh, and every once in a while I go in there and see what's happening, I've only really had two halal snacks packs. Uh, I think in in the last two years, uh, the first one was during the uh, interview with Luke, and the second one was up in Lithgow um, a couple of months ago. And since then, I just I don't have it because I'm trying to be health conscious, and you know all that. <laughs> Sauce and chicken and meat is just not good for you. Chicken and meat as well. That's, that's yeah, chicken. <laughs> if you're going to have an HSP, you're going to go all the way. Yeah. Well, um, I, I mean, I, I won't kind of go into how many how many snack packs I've had. I don't think it's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's many. It's many. Thanks for listening. I've been Nasser. And I've been Will. And this has been Islamic State of Mind, an experiment in exploring Sydney's Muslim culture. Look for us on Twitter at I underscore State of Mind and watch out for the second episode in the coming weeks. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum.